With trucker strikes and rising inflation, food shortages are becoming a big, big problem. Don't let yourself get caught unprepared. Buy a food survival kit today from My Patriot Supply and save. Over 2,000 calories a day to keep you healthy and strong with a 25-year shelf life to ensure it's ready for you when the shit hits the fan. Go to www.bit.ly slash cmspnfood, order your supplies today, and invest in yourself and your family now before it's too late. www.bit.ly slash cmspnfood, my patriot supply. It is the CMS All-Stars with We Are the CMS Legion, as done by the uh, fans of the Classic Metal Show. That's right. <laughs> well, I see uh, Judge Aiken has stepped into his uh, into the courtroom, and he is ready to... Uh, uh, I'm ready to throw some rulings down. Yeah, I was going to say met out some sentences, but uh, here we go. All right. Is that gum in your mouth, Donnie? No. You have a little crush on me? No. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to say right now. You know, I've been watching you all year, Donnie. When you hit that shot to beat Fairfield and you were jumping up and down in your little Larry Bird short shorts and sweating like a jar of pickles in the hot sun. God, that was so hot. Is this really happening? This is happening. It's happening right now in my office. Okay, awesome. So uh, I'm totally in. How, how do you want to do it? Because I, I made sex before lots of ways. So you want to go straight to hand jobs or eating me out or taking me from behind? I'll teach you. I'm a virgin. All right, Judge, we have a lot of uh, cases on the docket that have been stacking up, and uh, right. I think it's time for these people to uh, find out what their fate is in the uh, the ever uh, just and fair court of Judge Aiken. The first one on the docket here, Judge, is a former counselor at a youth detention center Okay, um, pleaded guilty for having sexual intercourse and engaging in other carnal acts with an 18-year-old inmate she was counseling at the facility last year. Wow. All right. Four of the episodes happened in late April of 2021. They were recorded by security camera that overlooked the counselor's desk at the Milledgeville Youth Development Campus. The counselor, by the name of Lornita, L-O-R- E-N-D-A, Denise Williamson, uh, 54, um, had been employed by the State Department of Juvenile Justice since 2014, where she helped youths dealing with mental health and substance abuse issues. Uh, look at her. 
Oh boy, she's in for a bumpy ride. <laughs> All right, well let's let's bring her picture up here. So it so everybody can see where my rulings are coming from. Right. Oh my. Uh, did Rosie O'Donnell become a youth counselor? Yeah, I'm not even sure that's a woman. Yikes. All right. Upon pleading guilty on Friday in Baldwin County Superior Court in Judge Aiken's chambers to four counts of sexual contact by an employee or an agency in the first degree, uh, prosecutors have asked Judge Aiken. Uh, to sentence Williamson to 10 years behind bars for Williamson's illicit encounters with the teenage boy who she was counseling as a social service provider. Well, I got news for those um, for those prosecutors. They're getting that just for the haircut. <laughs> After fellow YDC employee noticed that Williamson and the teen on occasion engaged in what they deemed overly playful or inappropriate conduct, which included possibly kissing investigators examined the security footage from Williamson's office and discovered the sex acts. Oh boy. The teen later said that he and Williamson had sexual relations for a few months leading up to the discovery, despite his apparent claim to have been willing participant in the acts, which happened while he was in custody. Such contact is nonetheless forbidden. Okay. He said, he said that both of them were aware that the camera was in Will Williamson's office. Uh, prosecutor Nancy Scott Moskaley said in court on Friday, he said that Williamson just became reckless and did not care. Mm. He even said that if he cared what was on the camera, he would have destroyed the camera, which he obviously did not do. Mm. Williamson solved sobbed at the time while testifying. She said that in 2020 and 2021, she was having issues in her marriage. She said that the 18 year old who she had sex with at the detention center had made advances and had pursued a relationship with her for some time. My home life was horrible. She said, and things were going South bad. Before it was kind of easy to say to him, you're going to get out of here one day and you're going to meet somebody and you're going to have a good life. But he just continued making comments. It was just kind of hard to say no to him anymore. Williamson, who is originally from Macon, majored in criminal justice in college as an undergrad. She later earned a master's degree. She said uh, that since making bond in the wake of her arrest last summer, she has worked in local restaurants to make ends meet. She has uh, moved in with her daughter and three grandchildren, helping to support them. Williamson referred to her relationship with the incarcerated teen and said, I resisted this young man for like two years, but that in the end, she lost all insight and all judgment. Uh, the prosecutor later asked Williamson if she was blaming the victim. Williams said she was not. Now for the two years, you're telling the court that a youth detained at the YDC is putting the moves on you and it didn't occur to you that you might need to go tell someone that a youth is hitting on you. Williamson said others she worked with were aware of the playful behavior on occasion, kidding about it. But when pressed by the prosecutor, Williamson could not name anyone who knew about it. Hmm. 
You liked the attention you were getting, didn't you? The prosecutor asked. Only at the time, Williamson answered again, citing her marital problems. Uh, the prosecutor mentioned the videos that brought Williamson's crime to light, and some of them, uh, the prosecutor said, you, you're laughing, aren't you? Yes, ma'am. You're having a good time. Yes, ma'am. You were aware that there were cameras over your head recording all this, weren't you? Yes, ma'am. You wanted to get caught? No, ma'am. <laughs> Williamson replied, uh, replied later, adding, I was not thinking clearly. Williamson's uh, lawyer uh, told the Judge Aiken that uh, Williamson's relationship with the teen were an anomaly in her life. She made a mistake. She made a horrible mistake. It's the worst mistake that she's made in her life. And Judge Aiken, I don't think that any of us should be defined by the worst things we've ever done. But as in the nature of criminal charges, this has become the thing that defines her. Her life as we knew it before this incident is completely over. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm already ready to rule. Give me nope. give me my give me my theme music. Is, or is there more? Nope, that's it. Give me my theme music. I'm ready to rule on this one. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Well, bailiff, it's like this. Remember the Ted Bundy um, sentence when the judge read read the riot act about sick, evil, mean, wicked, twisted things that he did? Remember yes. that? Yes. There's a part of me that feels like I should be spewing all that as I rule this. There is also a part of me that feels like I should give her 10 years just for that fucking haircut and those awful glasses. <laughs> But I'm going to go the other way, and I am going to go 100% not guilty. Really? And I'm going to tell you why. First and foremost, the kid was 18. The kid's 18 years old. Legal adult, as far as I'm concerned. So she fucked an adult. And secondly, and probably more to the point, she's not getting dicked the right way, no matter how ugly she is. <laughs> if she's not getting dicked the right way at home, and she gets cock drunk to some other dude. <laughs> cock drunk. Then, then I don't see the problem. Okay. I don't see the problem. So for her, I'm going to go. This was an easy ruling, easier than I thought. As much as I'd like to put her in behind bars to fucking straighten that look out, I can't do it. She didn't commit a crime. Not guilty. All right. All right, Judge. Next up on the docket is a case that happened in Las Vegas, Nevada. Two suspects were arrested after allegedly stealing Red Bull energy drinks and leading the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police on a high-speed chase. Okay. Eugene Davis and Angela Sharp face multiple charges of robbery, burglary, conspiracy to commit burglary, attempted robbery, and disobeying a police officer after the four separate thief theft investigations and high-speed chase uh, over the span of a week. Wow. All right. You're really not even being fair with these. 
This is a come on. All right, go ahead. Give me, give me, give me the rest of the the evidence here. All right. According to the police, the first incident took place on July 13th at a Smart and Final store on Charleston. Workers reported that a man tried to steal 20 cases of Red Bull. 20 cases. Male suspect reportedly told a worker not to approach them and that he had a gun. Workers let the couple go and later called the police. The second incident took place on July 14th at a Costco in Decatur. Police said that a heavyset black man had a cart full of Red Bull, a Dell top laptop, and a security camera in his cart. A loss prevention officer spotted the man trying to leave the store through a fire exit without paying. The arrest report said the officer tried to stop the suspect, and the suspect took a fighting stance and said, you want some of this? Come get some of this. Like <laughs> the then struck the officer with an elbow to the face and a fight ensued. The suspect reportedly threatened to shoot the officer as a female driver pulled up in a vehicle and the suspect got in. The suspect didn't leave any merchandise and the loss prevention officer got photos of the suspect and the vehicle. On July 20th, a black woman entered a Costco store in Martin Luther King Boulevard around 11 a.m. and loaded a cart full of Red Bull. (laughs) Jeez. Workers said that the the woman tried to push the cart out of the store without paying. One of the workers tried to confront the woman who pushed past her and started running. A man pulled up in a vehicle and started loading up the car. A worker tried to stop the theft, and the female suspect said, I'll pepper spray you, motherfucker. Wow. As they loaded the vehicle, the woman then pepper sprayed the woman in the face before they fled the scene. The arrest report said Costco management then called police. A Costco manager told the police that the suspect stole the Red Bull in a similar way the week before, but the female suspect was the driver, and the male had the cart. A worker said they stole about 25 cases of Red Bull valued at around $2,500. Wow. The next morning, a Las Vegas police department officer on an unrelated call saw a vehicle matching the suspect vehicle description near Arville and Blue Diamond. The officer attempted to stop the car that was being driven by a black female and had a black male in the passenger seat. The Las Vegas Police Department said that the vehicle drove away and wouldn't stop breaking multiple traffic laws. At one point, the Las Vegas Police Department air unit had to take over the pursuit as the vehicle was driving 100 miles an hour on the freeway. Yeah, probably because they were amped up on Red Bull. Well, they were getting their wings. Yeah, I guess so. The pursuit ended about 15 minutes later when the suspect got out of the vehicle and started walking away. The police took the suspects uh, identified as Davis and Sharp into custody. Police said that they found approximately 190 mostly unopened cans of Red Bull in the car. (laughs) Sharp told police she participated in a theft incident the day prior and wanted to apologize to the worker. According to the police, Sharp cited a Red Bull addiction as the reason for the incident. Sharp reportedly didn't admit to the other theft incidents. Davis admitted to all four incidences, but the violence that happened after the thefts was to defend themselves 
The arrest report said Davis said that they were homeless and stole the items to resell. The suspects face the following charges. Eugene Davis is charged with two counts of robbery, three counts of burglary, three counts of conspiracy to commit burglary, one count of attempted robbery. And Angela Sharp is charged with one count of robbery, one count of burglary, one count of conspiracy to commit burglary, one count driver disobeying a police officer. So those are the charges, Judge. Okay. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Well, this is actually a tough one, Bailiff, because I'm going to be honest. Even after hearing all the evidence, for the life of me, I cannot figure out why you would steal that much Red Bull. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not that valuable. I mean, it's it's a valuable drink, I guess, as drinks go. I guess it's more valuable than stealing, I don't know, a case of Coke or something. But, I mean, there's a lot of, lot of other things you could steal that cost a lot more and sell for a lot more and sell easier. I mean, maybe I'm crazy here, but I don't think there's a big Red Bull fucking um, black market out there. I'm not thinking that there's a big homeless sale on Red Bull anywhere. I know you got to ride the bulls sometimes. That's just part of life. I don't know if you need to ride at 190 cases worth, though. <laughs> or, or, um, ride, or ride the Zamboni, as our good friend Stephen Piercy would say. Yeah. Now, clearly, someone rode the Zamboni over this girl's head. Because <laughs> look at her. It looks like this guy, Eugene Davis, shot her in the head. Look at that hole in her hair. Looks like she got a bullet there. Yep. So, man, I don't know on this one. Is it? Is it? Are the crimes... Are the crimes enough where we could just give the death penalty to save everybody some time? Well, you got to remember, they put the uh, public at large in uh, harm's way because of 100-mile-an-hour police chases. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and uh, macing people. That could cause a heart attack or a health problem or something. Or, or blind somebody. Or blind somebody. All right, death. Simple, death. All right, Jake has ruled. There they go. They die. All right. On the other side of the spectrum, aside from the petty theft of uh, criminals, we, we've got uh, people on the law enforcement side who are breaking the law, Judge Aiken. Oh, no. A, a Pismo Beach Police Department sergeant re- resigned last month after engaging in oral sex while on duty, among okay. other violations, according right. to documents. Uh, Adrian Souza, A-D-R-I-A-N-S-O-U-Z-A, had worked for the agency for about 14 years and served as a sergeant for about three years. According to a report by the police department's internal affairs division, which the Tribune uh, obtained by way of public record request, Souza engaged in consensual consensual oral sex at least three times while on duty. 
He also sent sexually explicit messages, photos, and videos by way of text and Facebook while on the job, including a photo of his penis sticking out of his police uniform pants and suggestive video of himself unzipping his pants while in full uniform. Okay. According to the internal affairs report, Souza began a consensual on and off dating relationship with a woman a few weeks after Souza pulled her over for not wearing a seatbelt in July of 2020. Is he really badge number one? (laughs) Apparently so. Wow. A few weeks after the traffic stop, the two reportedly ran into each other again while the woman who was identified as a local journalist in the report was reporting on a water uh, rescue in Shell Beach. The woman told investigators she sent Sousa wine and her personal cell phone number, which was on her business card, to thank him for letting her go with a warning during the traffic stop. Okay. Sousa told investigators that he did not receive wine, but only the thank you card. Sousa said that the woman began texting, then dating on and off, until April of 2021, according to the report, the two continued to text until June of 2021. They were dating. The two mostly met while Sousa was off duty, but had some on-duty encounters at Jenkins Middle School in Pismo Beach and the Shell Beach tennis courts, both parties told investigators. Sousa told investigators that he and the woman kissed and chatted briefly during their on-duty meetings, but the woman said, They would make out, engage in heavy petting, and on some occasions, Sousa would stimulate her with his fingers. Okay. Okay. Get a little stink finger going on there. Get you through the day. I'm, I'm with him so far. All right. The two kept in touch, figuratively speaking, and literally. And literally. (laughs) <laughs> After their breakup, despite Sousa having a new girlfriend in June of 2021, yeah. the complaint the woman sent to the Pismo Beach Police Department alleges that Sousa met four times between November and January. During those encounters, she said Sousa would receive oral sex while on duty in full uniform and driving a marked police vehicle. Well, I expect better behavior of myself for doing such a shameful act with a taken man. I know that you expect your officers to hold themselves to the highest standards of honor and service, the woman said in the complaint. The internal affairs investigation found a total of 20 potential violations of the city of Pismo Beach personal rules and regulations in the Pismo Beach Police Department's Policy Manual 13 which were uh, sustained. Sousa was sent a notice of termination uh, after three months investigation concluded. He resigned from the department before his termination would take effect. The city of Pismo Beach has made available redacted records pertaining to the former Sergeant Sousa, uh, consistent with California law. Um, these records of related investigation materials indicate that the former officer engaged in inappropriate conduct while on duty with a consenting adult partner. When first alerted to this conduct, the city took action within hours and proceeded to conduct a lengthy and thorough investigation. The sergeant is no longer a member of the Pismo Beach Police Department 
and he's chosen to resign prior to the conclusion of the disciplinary process. As of midday Thursday, Souza had not been charged with a crime related to his conduct on duty. Okay. I got this one. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Now I'm going to tell you what, Bailiff. If I would have ruled on this one on Thursday, he might have got some time. But after watching On Patrol Live last night for three hours <laughs> and seeing. Are you being influenced by a television show? Judge? I am. After seeing the monumental dickheads that these guys are dealing with, I really don't see a problem as long as he's as long as he's responding to crimes. And you didn't say that he didn't respond to crimes because he was getting a Hummer. I don't see a problem at all with this. So well, he got his dick sucked. He's got to do something to kill the time until there's another crime, right? Might as well get your cock sucked. I'm I'm with this guy. I want him back on the force and I want him promoted. This guy is time efficient. Well, well, judge, may may I um interject my personal thoughts on this? Sure. Why did this re- woman report him to his upper echelon? Well, because she feels spurned because he's got a new girlfriend. Aha. Uh-huh. And because of that, she should do, I think, about three years for bringing this innocent cop that did nothing but diddle her down. <laughs> diddle her down? Yes. <laughs> Poor innocent officer was just trying to make her feel good. And what does she do? She turns him in. Right. Bitch. Yeah. She she uh, she had no problem during the time that they no. were doing their thing. But, you know, when things were not going her way anymore. Yeah. And then she said, he did this to me and he did it while he was on duty too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my ruling, not guilty for him, three years for her. And I hope he gets some strange ass at his next job. <laughs> All right. All right, judge. Next up is a teacher situation. All right. A, a former Clovis music teacher um, was having sex with a minor. Okay. Once again, in California, Fresno County Superior Court Judge Aiken on Wednesday uh, is about to sentence Amanda Hubble, H-U-B-B-L-E, for her participation in having sex with a minor. This is looking like a little bit of a tougher case here. Hubble previously pleaded no contest to one count of unlawful sexual intercourse and one count of oral copulation of a person under the age of 18. Just as a side note, before you go further with the evidence. Yes. Remember when we were kids, how hard it was to get your dick sucked? Well, apparently it's not very hard to get your dick sucked these days. It seems like it's an awful lot easier now. I, I I can remember certain girls in my life that were like, I'll fuck you, but I'm not going to suck your dick. That's too personal. 
I literally was told that that's too personal. Yes. All right. How many dicks have you sucked? 37 in a 30. row. <laughs> My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks in a row. <laughs> um, in sentencing her, uh, Hubble said that she violated her position of trust as a teacher and took advantage of a student. Any feelings she developed for the then teen or vice versa were irrelevant. Amanda has accepted responsibility for her conduct and intends to comply carefully with the court's uh, conditions of her uh, sentencing. Um, let's see here. During the uh, hearing, the prosecutor read a victim's impact statement written by the victim's mother who was present for the sentencing. We feel that the words alone cannot put into context the detrimental effects this woman's decisions have made on ourselves, the siblings, the school district, our community, our own son and family, but most importantly, the victim himself. The victim's mother wrote in a statement, the physical and psychological effects by themselves are distressing, sadly apparent, and we fear they are long lasting. The How mother old? How old was this kid? Well, he was under 18, so he was a teenager. Not sure exactly what his age is. Yeah, so so a 15-year-old was traumatized by his teacher sucking his dick? Yeah, he got his dick sucked. Now, I'm sure he was really traumatized. Well, the mother was traumatized because <laughs> yeah. she, was, she was uptight. Yeah, and he cried to her when, it, when she found out. Yeah. Okay. The mother said that her son suffered weight loss and side effects from antidepressant medication because the teacher wasn't his girlfriend. She just said, huh. like, yeah, we can't do this anymore. And he was just like, oh, fuck, I thought we had a thing. I like you sucking my pee-pee. <laughs> After being an honor student, he failed classes. He lost his job. He lost his friends. Hmm. She quit her job so her son wouldn't be left alone. We've seen a vibrant teen boy fall into the deepest pits of despair to the point of wanting to take his own life, the mother wrote. Wow. After, after the hearing, the mother declined to further comment. Hubble was arrested on December 4th of 2021 after working for the Clovis Unified School District as a choral teacher uh, during uh, since 20, 2016. Last year was her first year working at the high school level. Previously, she taught music to elementary school students. After her arrest, Hubble was placed on unpaid leave from the Clovis Unified School. She was no longer employed by the school district after her conviction, and her teacher's credentials were also suspended. A lot to unpack there, but go ahead, give me my theme, and we'll unpack it. All right. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. All right, Bailiff, there's a lot here. Um, I'll start with the teacher. All right. I, looking at these pictures of the teacher. Yes. When she does not have makeup on, she looks like Miss Ballbricker from Porky's. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I will agree with that, Judge. And that is not good. 
that is that is sentenceable offense right there. However, that would be the light sentence because believe it or not, I have a harsher sentence for the made up version of her. I do not like on any on any stance when these fucking teachers try to look like the students. And the purple hair and the clown makeup. She's just trying to look like the students. She's trying to be their friend. That's a problem. Now, she, I, I don't see what she did as being that big of a deal. She sucked a student's dick. Mm -hmm. I don't have as much of a problem with that as I do with her look, <coughs> to be quite honest. So okay. what? The, the kid, the kid got, a, got a fucking nut. But she's a clown, and she's ugly. <laughs> well, 25 years. <laughs> right, so 25, 25 years for her. But we're not done with this one yet. All right. There's more to it. Next up, the student. All right. There has to be a sentence for being this big of a pussy. If you're literally willing to kill yourself over getting a Hummer, you're, you got bigger problems than getting a Hummer from your teacher. That's a badge of honor for many people. And you're ready to kill yourself over that. So I'm going to sentence him to 25 years in a mental facility to get his fucking life in order. <laughs> Hopefully they can do something in those 25 years. And finally, All right. the oh, mother. Oh, yeah. The mother has to be accountable for some of this, too. Because the mother has tolerated this behavior that let this kid be such a fucking pussy. Desexualized him completely. Sanitized him to the place where, where he's, he's not eating and not going to class and not, not trying to keep living because this teacher blew him. Where five years down the road, he'll probably be thrilled to get some girl to blow him. This mother is a terrible mother. So I'm going to give her the death penalty because we don't need her anymore. She needs to be eliminated from this kid's life completely. And there's only one way to guarantee that. And that is with death. So 25 years mental facility for the kid. 25 years hard, hard time for this ass clown teacher. And death penalty for the mother. Wow. I have ruled. That's pretty pretty severe, Judge Aiken, but we uh -huh. accept your uh, fair and uh, measured response. All right. Give me one more, Bailiff. I got one more for you. Pick a All good right. one. All right. Kimberly Charles. All right. A former teacher at Forest Hill High School has lost the work to write in Florida's public school after a years-long process that started when police accused her of having a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old student. All right. Now, is Kimberly Charles a black lady or a white lady? She's a black lady. All right, because there's two Kimberly Charles that came up with sex problems. <laughs> Must be in the name. I guess so. Really? All right, Kimberly Charles. All okay, right. go ahead. Give me some evidence here. The relationship began around 2018, and the teacher's flirtatious behavior eventually caught the attention of a school district employee and other witnesses. That led to investigation in 2019 and detectives' interview with a girl who described 
sexual activity and sleepovers at Charles' house, according to the police report. After her arrest in 2020, Charles avoided a felony conviction for lewd and conduct against a student by pleading guilty to the lesser charge of contributing to the delinquency of a child, a first-degree misdemeanor. Charles, who taught English to uh, speakers of other languages at what a what a way to say that speakers of other languages mm. orders yeah other um, language people <laughs> also agreed to resign from the palm beach county school district and to not seek reemployment in the local schools or other jobs in close proximity to children now in florida department of education has per- permanently revoked her educator certificate according to an order filed on wednesday Educator certificates are required to work as a teacher, administrator, guidance counselor, or media specialist, among other school positions. Um, Under Florida law, when a person's educator certificate is revoked, they can no longer work in any capacity requiring direct contact with the students at a public school. The revocation follows an administrative complaint filed in November of 2021. By then, Education Commissioner Richard uh, Cochran, who called for the sanctions against the Palm Beach County teacher, adding to the punishment handed down in her criminal case the year before. Okay. Uh, she had. She also had to write an apology letter, finish uh, some community service, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's about it. How old was the kid once again? I missed that part. He was 17. She was 29. Wow. She's 29. She's 29. Hmm. And that influences my decision a little bit. Okay. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. I'm going to say at first I was going to go straight not guilty because I thought she was like 22. Nope, she's 29. She looks young, doesn't she? She looks like if you saw that picture, you would think that's a kid in high school. You would think that's the kid in high school. Yep. Hmm. 29 on a 17 but probably looks the same age as the other 17 year olds that the kid is fucking. Hmm. This is a tough, this is a tough one for me. Kid didn't complain, right? Not that I'm aware of. So the kid liked it. She just got caught doing it. Hmm. And no parents are complaining either. She just got caught, right? Yeah. Wow. This is a hard, this is the hardest one of them. Because she actually looks like a kid. Mm-hmm. All right, fuck it. I'm feeling generous tonight. Not guilty. No charges. She's all right. Just don't do it again, miss. Does she get her teaching uh, license um, re- reinstated or does she no longer become a t- allowed to be a teacher? I'm going to let her be a teacher, but only for kids up to age eight. Okay. I don't want her messing with any of the peepees she's used to going after. <laughs> All right. To be all young dick. All right. So she can, she can teach first or second grade and that's about it. All right. Can you take one more judge? Yeah, I can do one more. Sure. All right. right. A Wisconsin 
Spanish teacher is facing charges uh, for allegedly sexually assaulting one of her 17-year-old students. Okay. Her name is Rebecca Kilps. That is K-I-L-P-S. 34. Was arrested in May and charged with three counts of sexual assault of a student by school staff, according to a press release by the Two Rivers Police Department. All right. Now we're getting into some difficult territory here. All right. Kilps had a court appearance on Monday during which she waived the time requirement for a preliminary hearing. The hearing is scheduled for August 22nd, at which time Judge Aiken is expected to determine if there's enough evidence for the case to go to trial. Kilp's bond conditions set in May was amended at Monday's court appearance so that she can now see her son, according to the uh, news media. Before the charges, Kilps was not allowed to contact anyone under the age of 18, according to the uh, reports. Uh, Kilps also had to surrender her passport. She is currently free on a $10,000 cash bond. Uh, the investigation into Kilps began in May of uh, 23rd when a social worker reached out to a detective with the Two Rivers Police Department because a student had told her about a relationship between him and a teacher. The next day, Rebecca Kilp's husband called the same detective and told him that after becoming suspicious of an affair, he checked his wife's cell phone while she was sleeping and allegedly discovered text messages between his wife and the underage student. I see. He said that the messages he saw revealed that the two were talking about a future together, saying that they loved each other. He told police that he confronted his wife about the affair and uh, and alleged that she and the two were friends and eventually developed feelings, telling one another, I love you, and talking sexually. Mm-hmm. The detective then spoke to the victim who allegedly said things went too far and went bad. Kilps, the victim allegedly told police, had uh, been in his Spanish teacher had been his Spanish teacher for several years in his junior year. They started hanging out socially and he visited her classroom. Eventually they started exchanging text messages. Okay. Uh, the victim further told the detective that March, the relationship had escalated and we talked more. And she said that we shouldn't have. He told police uh, that they had sex twice on a couch in Kilp's home while her husband was away. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Kilp's allegedly told detectives that she realized she had feelings for the student and that he meant more than a student should to her, but she kept it to herself. Kilp's also allegedly admitted that she and the victim had sex at her home twice while her husband was away. She mm-hmm. also told detectives that she planned to leave her husband after the victim graduated. Well, it was reported that Kilps was placed on administrative leave in May, after which resigned from her teaching position. The most important work at a school district is to protect the safety and well-being of the students, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The investigation is ongoing, but police don't currently believe there are any other victims. Okay. All right, this is an easy one.
It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Do you remember before we came to court today, like five hours ago, when I talked about biting that top lip? <laughs> yes. Or that bottom lip, rather? Yes. What is she doing? Yeah, she's doing that. She's biting the bottom lip. She's hot. She really looks like Pam from the office. <laughs> yeah, this is a simple one. There's no way I'm giving her any time. No? No chance that I'm giving First of all, the kid is not complaining. No way. No chance. I would not be complaining if I was banging her when I was 53, 43, 33, 23, or 13. No way would I complain ever if I got that girl. Absolutely not. There's no complaints about that unless she's an absolute dead fish, which this kid is 17. He wouldn't know. You know, he's getting his weenie wet, so he's fucking happy. Uh, yeah, there, there's no there's no sense to it. Just completely not guilty. Let her teach. Let her fucking, I don't know, let her run a daycare. I don't give a shit. <laughs> not guilty. Hey, perfect. All right, Judge. Well, uh, you know, you cleared up some of the cases on the docket tonight. But, uh, we can do more. We can do more here in the coming weeks. we got plenty right. of time. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. But uh, it's been a while since Judge Aiken has, uh, you know, reigned in the chambers of the Aiken courtroom. That's right. So it was time to uh, present some of these cases. That's right. And get them uh, sorted out and, uh, you know, get these people put where they need to be. Get these people doing their time or dying or whatever they're supposed exactly. to do. Exactly. Or, or cut loose to <laughs> go fuck young men or something. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a fun show. It's been a fun show back. Glad, oh, yeah. glad you're feeling better and you're well again and all that oh. fun shit. All good, man. And hopefully this will kick off a, a better week for you. Amen to that. All right. So, all right. Well, we appreciate everybody who's tuned in and been a part of the show tonight and we will get out of here. We'll do this thing hopefully next week again. Yes, sir. All right, so I will let you pick a tune to take us out of the show tonight. So what should we play? All right, let's go with um ba -ba 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 -ba. um how's about if we go with some um the conjuring by Megadeth. Okay. All right, we can do that. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. Judge Aiken and I will be back next Saturday. We will do this thing all over again. So until next Saturday, this is Neely along with my very good friend. Chris Aiken. And we're gone. Bye, kids. See ya. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Ninja!